bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of a judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up. Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Welcome into the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields, filling in for the great Dr. Ken Harris, who is on assignment, and want to welcome you all back. Uh, I It's so weird without me... I think I'm getting to the point now where when I'm not with my wife, it's just, it just feels weird. Um, and I think I get that from my mother and father because everywhere you see one, you see the other one. And so uh, to all the brothers, I'm not trying to give y'all a hard time, but uh, I, this is just how I roll. I'm used to having uh, Tasha uh, somewhere in my presence. And so uh, Tasha's birthday is coming up January 12th. And, um, this week, I'm here at the, the radio station. I'm here at the studio, um, and we I will be I'm, – I'm dedicating this week to her uh, because we've been, you know, five years together, and it's been a ball. It's been, it's been a great time. The things that I've learned from my wife, the things that she's done, the prayers, uh, just just being a very good person – and she did tell me to make sure you all knew that she was charging me every time I have her come on a studio or come on a radio show. Um, she's she's invoicing me for that. Um, but that's the way that's the way it's supposed to be. And so a couple of things that we want to talk about today. And I'm going to give you a rundown this week. And I'm sort of going with this black woman theme. But, yeah, we're going to interject some things uh, in addition to that, um, you know, I need to know from you all and make sure you call into the truth line at 833-212-1017. What happened to the Green Bay Packers? Like, seriously, what what happened? And the reason why I asked that is because I stopped watching um, after, I don't know, it was we went this period where around 12, almost 12 years in a row, we were we were in there. We were doing good and we could just never get over the hump. And I, I got to be honest, I stopped watching. Because I'm very emotional when I'm watching games and, uh, you know, I don't I'm one of those guys who 
when I'm watching a game, I feel like if I'm if they start losing while I'm watching it, uh, I should turn it off. And so I stopped watching because I got tired of the Packers getting to the the NFC Championship one game away from the Super Bowl and choking. I got tired of the dancing, the the, the politics. So somebody call in and tell me, hit the talk and text line at eight three three two one two one zero one seven. What happened to Green Bay? And is this Brett Favre's last? Is this it? Is this the last hurrah? So feel free to call and chime in on that. Do want to touch base on DeMar Hamlin, uh, Buffalo Bills. And the question I have, and when we find a link, um, does the NFL really care about the players? Uh, do, do they really care? Uh, because when these things occur, you see some of the, the great, you know, the outpouring of love and all these things. But in the end of the, at the end of the day, how much does that play a role? Is it really, um, is it really, is it really real? Is it authentic? There's, there's a segment that we're going to play uh, coming back um, that I think will sh- put some light on some things. And so we'll touch on that. And then it's been a, it's been a crazy wide ride for Kevin McCarthy. You, the Speaker of the House in the U.S. Congress, uh, 13, four, 13 times, 14, 15 times they had to vote to see if he would become the Speaker. And that's all about power. And now that he's become the Speaker, I can tell you all, it's not over. It, it Be prepared for a wild ride. And do you all believe Donald Trump is going to be the Republican candidate in 2024? Will he be that Republican candidate. I know some of the legislators here, uh, particularly the Speaker of the House, Robin Voss, on the Republican side, said he would do everything in his power to make sure Donald Trump does not win the nominee. So, uh, you know, for all of you, that might be something you all have in common with uh, Robin Voss, that if Donald Trump made his announcement that he will not be the nominee. And then I want to ask this question, maybe in the second hour, it's been two years since the George Floyd incident. Has anything changed? Uh, There's a study that was done and it was released. um, And I think you some of you may not be surprised by the findings. But since George Floyd, has anything really changed? And again, not that everything should be a panacea, that everything will be perfect. But has anything changed? So you make sure you all call into the truth line at 833-212-1017. Hit the talk and text line at 833-212-1017. And let's get in on some of this discussion. So, Carrie, do we have the the link? Let's go. Okay. Um, I want you all to take a listen to this. And remember, the question on the table is, does the NFL really care? And caller, I think I see you. I'm going to come to you after this segment. I heard people talking about, oh, you know, just uh, the mental health of the players. and Yeah, you could die. They don't even know they could die out here. We sit here and talk about this stuff every single time. Schedule remakes, how we going to make it up, what the league feels about it. I, I don't give a damn what the league feels about it. Let's be keep it real. Why we don't talk about the stuff that matter? This young man, you want to know, you wanna know how, how what this, you need to know about him? He's 24 years old, right? He got a contract for $160,000, that's his bonus, and he earns $825,000 this year. 
You say, G. Bush, why are you talking about this man's money? Because guess what? He's been in the league two years. That means he's not vested. That means if he never plays another down in his life, he don't get another check for the NFL. Let's be clear about this. You got to play three to four years before you even sniff a pension. So all this heartwarming and prayers and condolences don't do nothing for that boy's mom that, that got to go home, look at her son, and he might need extensive care for the rest of his life. And you know what the NFL will tell you? Well, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll look out for the people like him. No, you won't. No, you won't. Let, let's talk about the disability policy for the NFL, right? They moved it from $22,000 a month to $4,000 in the last collective bargaining agreement. Did you know that the NFL has a private board that reviews all aspects with their doctors and with, and with their neurologists and their specialists? They can deny benefits even if Social Security deems you to be permanently disabled. The league can come back and then say, you know, the national go the government is, a, you know, they're, they're experts. But let's take it over so we don't pay anything out. Only 15% get approved by Social Security. The league says that number should be lower. So that was, you know, uh, it was one of the sports shows on ESPN. Um, and we're going to come back to that. Um, and so before we go to break, Black Conscious, what you got? You know, happy birthday to the queen. Man, thank but you. I'll tell you what happened to the Packers. They lost. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Any given Sunday, the worst team can beat the best team. That's true. <laughs> and I'm a Bear fan behind enemy lines, but I'll shout it to the world. Won't he do it? Thank you, Jesus. Say, won't lost. he do it? <laughs> You rubbing it in, bro. You rubbing it. In. Hey, I, I, I get my get my eyes in whenever I can, uh, and this is one of these situations. <laughs> now, um, McCarthy, McCarthy, he had to go do some underhand. You know what I'm saying? He Got had to it. cut a lot of deals. Uh, the gates, yeah. He had, hey, man, I take you behind these doors, man, and I I hook you up, brother. You know, he had to get one of the most specials uh, talking to the mic. Promising one of them things to get that uh, that vote, and sadly to say, if they don't charge Hump, if they don't charge Hump with this uh, with these cases, yeah, he's gonna be the nominee nominee for uh, the Republican Party. You think they gonna let him get through, huh? You think they still gonna let him get through? Man, listen, hold on. It ain't about what we think. It's about what we know. This man has done everything with under the sun that disqualify him. Anybody. Disqualify. Well, I ain't gonna say anybody, as long as you're a loyal loyalist to Trump. They gonna let him in because he's gonna call, he's gonna talk crap, and he's gonna put them people in there. Everybody don't want to deal with Tesla. Yeah, they gonna go with him. That's why Marjorie Green had the phone in her hand, trying to give him to talk to Trump during that vote. Mm. The, the infamous photos was she holding it up to Gates. And it was Donald Trump, and some photographer caught that. Yes. So sad to say, but that's their problem. They're going to have to deal with it in their own way. Uh, the American people um, is probably going to come through and not have so much of that, including his own party. 
who is kind of pretty much tired of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, you know, it's sad to say Rodgers didn't really want to play this season anyway, but he was he was uh, binded by contract. You know, it's hard to walk away from 50, $55 million for one season. But you guys are stuck with him because ain't nobody going to take him on with that with that huge uh, price tag. Black Conscious, I appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you for the wisdom, brother. Um, you know, so we are that's, – that's a great point. Who will take Brett Farr, if anybody? And so we're going to have more of this conversation on the other side. Uh, this is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, I am Jason Fields. And for Dr. Ken Harris, who was on assignment, and we have been discussing a couple of topics. Number one, what happened to you all's Green Bay Packers? And two, is Donald Trump going to be the nominee for the Republicans in 2024? And then you all have been... If you if like many of us, you've been watching and seeing uh, DeMar, Har- DeMar Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills uh, was very injured, had, I believe, a stroke on the field, heart attack. And we played a clip that revolved around the question, does the NFL really care about the players? And I was doing some research and we played that clip. And one of the things you know, maybe we'll play more of the clip later on. But some of the th- some things that stuck out for me was the in the clip, the man said that they the NFL has a private board that even if Social Security said you're eligible or you should receive disability, the NFL would say, well, that amount should be lowered. They lowered the monthly amount for disability from twenty two thousand to four thousand. And then they also, I want to say some health care policy, they went from $5,600 a month to $3,000. Now, here's the kicker about all of this. The owner of the Buffalo Bills, his net worth, that means after everything is paid off, his net worth is $6.7 billion. I'm going to say that again because I want you to, I want you to understand the numbers and what we're talking about. The owner of the Buffalo Bills, who also owns the Sabres, his net worth after everything is paid off, meaning after whoever he owes, after he's given all that money back, he still walks away with $6.7 billion. That means he's a millionaire 6,000 times over. That means for the last 16 years, he's made a million dollars every day. For the last 16 years, 
He's made a million dollars every single day. When you start crunching the numbers and you start dividing and multiplying and that's $6.7 billion. And yet the potential player we just heard, if he doesn't play anymore, he does, he doesn't get a pension. He's not vested. And when you, if you're hurt, you all know how insurance works. When you start having ailments and problems, most of us it's hard to get insurance as it is now. Imagine a hurt stroke former NFL player who's gotten his body battered and bruised. Does the NFL really care? Caller, we have you on the air. What do you got for us? Does the NFL really care? Caller, we have you on the air. What do you got for us? Hello? Yep, you're on. Turn your radio down for us. Okay. All right, there we go. How you doing this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, you know, I, I listened to that clip, uh, I think it was last week, and it, it baffled me. And if these guys are going out here playing, you know, their, their lives are at risk, I'm, what I'm trying to understand is, Somebody put their uh, price on their legs. I forgot. They put like, I think it's like $20 million or something happened to their legs. They put a, I think it was Tina Turner. They mm-hmm. put a price on her legs. If anything happened to her, why do football players not do that? Why do why do they go in, you know, they push a contract, say, okay, you can only, you play this for a year, we're going to pay you. How about the other, you know, they put the Turner contract back on them. But no, I'm, I'm worth this much. Let me make sure I'm, I'm taking care of, my family's taking care of just in case something happens to me on that field. I don't understand why, you know, you, you need me. I don't need you. The NFL, when the football players and basketball players are looking at it that way, you come looking for me. I don't need you. I want to play, but I don't need you. Let's make this contract up so we can work, work together and get this contract so, you know, it's better for me. Now, he don't care. He's a billionaire. Right. He don't care. He's going to keep more money in his pocket. That only makes sense. He's going to keep more in his pocket than trying to give it to the football players. He used them for what he can use them for. They bring in billions and billions of dollars a year, and he gets richer and richer, and these guys get injured because they're not protecting themselves. He's protecting his money, and you know he's pulling a Donald Trump. You know he's not paying taxes. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. And speaking of him, no, they, no he's, not, he's not going nowhere. If you, if you notice the Republicans, the Republicans haven't said anything. They don't. He can't even sponsor anybody, none of the candidates or anything. He has no value anymore. It's worth they realize that he does not have all the money that he was boasting about. The Republicans are tired of paying his attorney fees. They're tired of paying all that. Not only that, now he's an embarrassment to them. And he's, you know, he's in so much debt that he has no value. Well, he can, you know, nobody talk about Trump. You might hear him in the news maybe once or Maybe once a week now, when he was just lit up all the time. No, he has no value anymore. He's not going anywhere. If anything, he's going to go to jail. Hopefully, I will pray that he does. I will pray that do he you, does. Do you really right think? Now, I'm do you really think he's going to go? Because remember, when he was president, we went through this period where mm-hmm. I mean, we all were like waiting, right? <laughs> and then it mm-hmm. was like he had more lives than a cat, and so. Every time they got on the news, well, he's going to fall this time. He's a, It was like 30 times he was supposed to be in jail already. But yet, here he still is. 
Well, he doesn't have that so-called power anymore. Like he said, I can go. What did he say? He made a statement like I can go in the middle of the streets of New York City or something and shoot somebody and nothing happened to me. Well, I bet he can't do that now. I bet he can't do that now. So, I, you know, I don't think he has. And then they're going he has to be put up with this insurrection and everything. Something has to give. They can't let him or any other president that comes along have that much power anymore. They see that can't happen. It, it just can't because, you know, people are going to start riding everything again, and it's just not going to be right. So, no, nah, Trump ain't going nah, he's, he's washed up. He's washed up. He's mad. He's going to be divorced in the next couple of years. So he's going to be an old, bitter man. His kids, everybody done turned their backs on him. So he's a done deal. He's done. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the answers. Mm -hmm. So I want to touch base on because, you know, the caller brought in a great point. Why can't um, why can't football players or athletes or whoever uh, take on that, you know, sort of I I believe it was Lloyd's of London who ensure people. Uh, they they do insurance for people for weird things like Tina Turner's legs. If you all remember the the guy, the Lord of the Dance guy, I think his legs were insured for like twenty thirty million dollars or something like that. And why can't more athletes, whether they're whatever sport, they get together and determine that? And I think part of it has to do with uh, there's a strategy that needs to take place. And when they get together and try to execute those strategies, that people don't start getting picked off. Here's what I mean by that. So they they get all the football players and the football players say, hey, you know what? We're going to go on strike. We are we're not going to do this. Well, the question has to be, well, how many of them are really serious about that? Because some of them, where where will they get their money? Where will they get their funds? I think it's a great point. I think that's the only way you really can start to effectuate change is when you start hitting people in their pocketbook. Case in point, I I heard on over this weekend, a guy said to me, you want to know when insurance and stuff will change for black people or when we won't start having as many murders. And it was a, it was sort of a weird connection, but I, I got it. He said, you know, you will stop seeing as many murders when more black folks start getting insured. And his point was, his point was, and I'm going to come back to this. When you start having battles that affect people's pocketbooks, whether they're big companies, whether they're government, then you will start to see change. So we're going to have more of that conversation on the other side. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. If you turn them off, noise up. We can get right into the proceedings this evening. The headphones are distorting. Bring it down a little bit. Okay. Now we working with it. The boy face up in baseline, baby. Welcome to New York City. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields, and for Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. And we are giving you the option to comment on three different topics. Uh, number one, what happened to your Green Bay Packers? I stopped watching. 
Uh, I got to be honest. I stopped watching after so many years of us getting to the championship game and losing. And it just seemed like we could never get over that hump. So what happened? And is this Aaron Rodgers? Was that his last game here? And if so, or if not, what are we going to do? Number two, does the NFL really care about its players? We played a clip and one of the callers asked, well, why don't, you know, the players and people get together. Uh, and she made a brilliant point uh, where there is some advocacy that you can do on your own. But I think, and I'm going to go into this a little bit, why sometimes we have to be very strategic about this stuff. And depending on who's leading something, those type of things tend to go awry. And then Kevin McCarthy, 15 times, I believe, now he's the Speaker of the House. I, I got news for y'all. Get ready. Buckle up because 2024, 2023 is going to be a wild ride. I don't see a lot being done because it was all about power. Uh, rarely have you seen any policy come from that group of individuals. And the Republican Party is in disarray because they have, you know, they got their very Trump ride or die kind of people and like two callers said before, that ship has sailed. And you can look and you know that ship has sailed because none of his people are rarely, none of his people won elections. They didn't win their races. And so what we what what people were saying would be a Republican slaughter just didn't occur. In fact, most of his people didn't win. And so you start to see local Republicans, other Republicans, Republicans like uh, Robin Voss, who's the speaker in the Wisconsin state legislature said he, you know, he's going to do everything in his power to make sure Donald Trump is not the nominee. Paul Ryan, former speaker, a former Wisconsin congressional uh, office holder said he doesn't think Trump will win the nominee. But then the question becomes, you know, we all, we all thought he wasn't going to win last time. And yet we all thought he would be in jail a hundred times over. And yet like a like a cat with nine lives, he just you can't get rid of him. And so I wanted to talk about, you know, we were talking about the dad, the I keep forgetting this guy's name, the Damar Hamlin. And which led to the question, does the NFL really care? And again, I know it's market driven principles, things of that nature. But the owner is worth six point seven billion dollars. And you would think with that many owners. You know, even if you were to take 1% of your salary or what have you, all the owners could put get together and have some kind of plan to make sure these folks are taken care of. And when you look at this, one of the callers stated that, why don't they do that? Here's how the breakdowns occur. So let's say it's me and I'm going to just use Carrie and Benjamin because we're all here. Uh, and we say, you know, we want more money to do this radio program. I'm not going to get anybody in trouble, but let's say we, we want more money to do this radio program. And they start pulling people one by one. Well, Ben, you are valuable. You, you valuable. Um, we see you only been getting this much. We're going to give you that much. Now, Ben is like, look, I got a family to feed. I got people I got to take care of. That's real. Carrie Young, she ain't got no kids. She like, nah, I, I want to hold out for more. 
Me, I got another job, but I got a wife who y'all, you all know, and I got to listen to what she want to do. And so now people start chiming in on what's the tactics to start getting people to move and budge. You saw it with the Kevin McCarthy thing. He didn't just become the speaker. He had to make some deals. So when people start cutting deals and making deals and they start peeling people off, that's when the strategy break down. If everybody's not hell bent on staying the course and, and to a certain degree, you can't always fault people because remember some of these athletes, you know, let, let me be very candid. You know, some of them college was, this was a gateway to get successful. Some of them not graduating. Some of them may not be a physicist or engineer and some of them got families, mothers, fathers. And so you start talking about, hey, do you really want to give up a million dollars because of what this other group of people saying? You got to make an executive decision. So I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just giving you that's typically how the breakdown thing occurs when people start getting isolated and pulled off. Now, we as black folks have, for whatever reason, we lost our ability to fight like that strategically. We knew at some point some of this stuff was about money. Please don't think that Rosa Parks not sitting on the front of was just about where to sit. That stuff had to do with some money and power and economics. Until we start understanding that, then we're not looking at the, we're, we're we're in a position where people can manipulate the whole because we haven't understood it. What do I mean by that? This used to irk me as a former elected official. Because let's take Walmart, for example, and this used to just irk me. People would complain and I'm, I'm you got every right to complain about Walmart and all the stuff they did. And I'm not saying that's not warranted. What I always told people was, listen, you are fighting the wrong battle. Here's the battle you need to be fighting. And I want you to listen and just do the math. There are seven point eight billion people on the planet. There are 7.8 billion people on the planet. Every week, 230 million people shop at Walmart. So let me say that again. There are 7.8 billion people on the planet. Every week at Walmart, 230 million shop at Walmart. If you multiply 230 times 52, 52 weeks in a year, that's 11960000 That means that everybody on planet is going to Walmart. So if you want to change some things, you got to stop getting people to go to Walmart. How do you do that? It's not just by complaining about it. You have to, if people need some services or products, you can't just say don't go there because they don't treat their people well. That might be valid. In fact, it is. But then where are these people going to go? Are y'all going to set up small mom and pop shops so that people, if you say don't go to Walmart, they can go to these other places? And see, therein lies the lack of strategy. People just running their mouth because you didn't think through this stuff. You said a whole bunch of stuff that sound good. But the people who smart was like, yeah, OK, we'll wait. Because you didn't have nothing in place. And that's where we as a people keep losing these kinds of battles because we don't have strategies put in place. Let me say it again and then maybe we'll move on from this topic. One of the reasons why we do not get to where we need to go is because we don't have strategies and put things in a proper perspective and put things in place. 
so that when we engage in a strategy, it's a full thought out strategy. If you had an issue with Walmart, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But seven point eight eight billion are on the planet Earth and eleven billion nine hundred sixty million every year go to Walmart. You got to That's your problem. That was where your problem was at. Sure, you had some small wins and victories, but you ain't changed nothing. And so when we talk about why black athletes, more folks don't get together and do this stuff. Well, what are we going to do when we tell these folks, hey, listen, we need you to sacrifice for the greater good for the greater community. If if all of you who are under the sound of my voice, we got into an auditorium and we were all getting paid one hundred thousand dollars and we said, hey, you all, um, we could get three hundred thousand dollars, but you're going to have to ride it out and not get that hundred thousand. Who's going to be the first people to raise their hand? Ladies and gentlemen, stuff always sound good until you get into that position. And so when we talk about these things and this leads into one of the reasons, again, why we as a community haven't haven't gotten back to the, you know, the black Wall Streets where we could do things like that because we had an infrastructure in place. We were taking care of each other. So now you put all the guys who net worth is six point seven billion dollars. They got money and time to ride this stuff out. So those are the strategies and the things that take place when we're not moving. And so I want to come back to this one incident after the break about this insurance, because it just made some sense to me. And I would love for you all to call into the truth line at 833-212-1017 and weigh in on this. Or you can also listen to us live from the truth app or or at 101.7thetruth.com. We'll be right back. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Rich, 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 bad system, no a gunman style. Big Ben Spark up on Lastic Pankai. Bossy boss, egg one go gunman file. Be a killer, we part with fun, we are juvenile. How we are on the ground? Watos, badness, where they must say. How we have a theater set a guy, where they must say. Chain it a jip, bad clocks. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields in for Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. I love that joint, Ken. I just, I, I'm, I've been. Listening to that song on TikTok, y'all forgive me. I I know I'm too old to be on TikTok. No, you are not. <laughs> you know, it's just me and my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law, Denise Washington, I'm going to give her a shout out. She, me, We both Aquariuses, so we uh, we just vibe like that. We just really vibe. So shout out to my mother-in-law who gave birth to the, the greatest woman on the planet, my wife, uh, Latasha Fields, whose birthday is this Thursday. And so shout out to, to my queen, to... Best thing that's happened to me, you all. Um, So we've been talking about a number of issues, but I wanted to uh, talk about a statement or something that I heard over the weekend that really made me think about something. And for those of you who know me, you know, I'm I'm partial to business strategy, economics, the political stuff. That's my thing. And so I heard a young brother saying maybe on TikTok, he said, here's. If you want something to change, you want the murders to stop, then start getting insurance on everybody. And so I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him. I'm like, huh, where is he going with this? 
And he said, the reason why you know stuff will stop is because then these companies will have to start coming out of pocket. And so on one level, I'm like, okay, that makes some sense if they don't try to, you know, change the rules or the policy or go to the legislature and get new laws drafted. But, you know, it, 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 it did put me in that mindset of one, we should all have insurance because number one, it would create wealth for our communities, but it, does he have a point? I mean, does he have a point where, if more of us started getting insurance and companies had to start had to start paying out policies or paying out on some of these policies, I think he kind of got a point. I think there would be some people going, hey, we got to do something about these murders. I, I really do. I hate for us to, to have to consider that kind of stuff that way. But I really do believe that if black folks started getting more insurance and more people started having to pay out on policies and things of that nature. I can guarantee you it'll probably be a change. If you wanted the NRA rules to change, and this might be a little controversial, start getting more black folks licensed to carry guns. I can guarantee you things will change because we cannot deny that whenever it's our people in our culture, we start to see change things occur. Sometimes sort of good, most times sort of bad. But if you really want to start changing some things, maybe we have to start thinking out of the box on some of this stuff. It's one of the things that Claude Anderson said in his book, Powernomics. Those of you who know Claude Anderson, Claude uh, wrote a number of books, but Powernomics was one of the greatest ones. And in, in his book, he mentioned how black folks consume more fish than just about anybody, but yet we don't own any of the fish stores. I mean, think about it. We consume a great deal of fish, and yet how many fish stores in the city of Milwaukee, in the state of Wisconsin, are owned by black folks? How many? And so when we start thinking about these things, why are we not looking at some of these things from a strategic point of view? And getting to understand that maybe those are the kinds of things that we need to start putting in place so that when we have to make tough calls, we have something to replace those things. If we have to, as a community, say, hey, we're going to support our African-American brothers and sisters and their businesses, then that means we have to have enough people going to visit and shop at those businesses so they can stay open. If NFL players want to change, then they got to do some things. We got to have some things in place. I know I'm not the only person that looked at how many black athletes and celebrities and entertainers have the kinds of dollars and money that if they were to get together, they could change our communities. I'm, I, I, there's no way you can convince me that people like, a LeBron James with millions of dollars or a Michael Jordan or a heaven for, you know, a Kyrie Irving, however you may feel, or a Dave Chappelle. You can't tell me that there's not enough money out there. You also can't tell me that you don't have enough black people in leadership positions to make these things happen. 
Case in point, and we're going to talk about this on the other side. Back in the day when Tyrone Dumas ran for county executive uh, and lost to Scott Walker, uh, I was one of the campaign managers. Shout out to my godfather. And it was myself, Walter Lanier, and Dasha Kelly. Uh, we all worked together. And the community came behind and rallied. We were young. And for a campaign with no money, Tyrone did really well uh, in a countywide race. Milwaukee County consists of 19 municipalities. So Tyrone did well. But I noticed that at that time, here was the potential of a Milwaukee. At one point, I believe Marvin uh, Mayor Pratt, I always call him mayor still. Mayor Pratt was the mayor. Willie Hines was the common council president, I believe. You had Chief Arthur Jones, who was the chief of police. And at the time, Sheriff Clark, when he was, you know, the initial Sheriff Clark, when he didn't go way, way, way somewhere else, he was Sheriff Clark. And then you had the potential of another African-American becoming a county executive. I forget who was the school board superintendent individual. Um, but I was always looking at that going, why aren't these all these people getting in the room and trying to just have a dialogue about what needs to be done, how we need to play off of one another? So you are Milwaukee faced with that same scenario. Congratulations to uh, Sheriff Danita Ball. Uh, I believe she might be the first African-American woman county sheriff in, in, in Wisconsin. So Danita Ball is a sheriff. You got Jeffrey Norman. And these are all good people. Jeff Norman, the chief of police. Uh, happy Founders Days to, to the Sigmas. I think Jeff is a Sigma. You have Mayor uh, Johnson. You have County Executive Crowley. You have Superintendent uh, Posey. Um, where, am I missing somebody else? You you have five to six leaders of major institutions and organizations headed up by black folks. So here's the question. What's going to happen? Because you can't keep getting away saying, well, this, this is that, this is this. They don't want this. We can't do. You can't keep getting away with that. When you look around and take inventory and most of the leaders in your organizations are black leaders. You, you just, you can't do it. And so the question on the table then becomes, well, what's the game plan? And you've all heard me say this. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm just, I'm in the washing machine. I'm on the spin cycle. I'm just saying the same stuff over and over again. You've all heard me say this. What's the game plan? You got black folks in leadership positions in, in a number of institutions. It would be wise if someone would call and say, look, it don't necessarily have to be public, but you know what? We got five leaders, maybe six, uh, because if it were me, I would convene a meeting with those five. And then uh, I would add Howard Fuller because he's, you know, he, his education stuff is a, is a different viewpoint from others, but that gets along with nine, all those individuals. So what are we doing? Are we all meeting to go, here's Milwaukee, what are we going to do? We're going to be, we're going to have more of this conversation on the other side. This is the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 101.7 The Truth.